0: Thanks for staying with us on Money FM 89.3. And today I'm in the company of Ashikin Hashim, aka football leader, aka football agent, aka a television presenter as well. Ash, is there anything you don't do?
1: Hi, Adrian. Thanks for having me on the show. That's a very good start. How are
0: you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Since we last talked, of course. A lot has changed. We've entered phase two. And you're certainly involved in a lot more, well, a lot of different projects compared to, you know, before the pandemic. But of course, we'll start where, you know, it all began for you, Footballita, this sort of journey you've embarked on. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got into this project? What inspired you to start Footballita?
1: So like she mentioned, the journey has been a long one. (laughs) When I started Footballita, it was more of a a blog, you know, like a I think for women football because I loved football growing up you know I started my I guess my childhood was a lot of in front of the television with my dad and my uncle just watching any game possible in the Premier League even Malaysia Cup. so the passion was always there so I felt like I needed to do something besides, you know, because I was also an intern at a newspaper at SPH. I was really enjoying my time as a sports intern, but I felt on the side that I could contribute a lot more as a woman in, you know, as a woman on the field or just doing a a male-dominated job, right, as a sports intern at that time. So that's why I decided to come up with and start my own blog or slash website. And at that time, I thought, what would be a cool name to describe a girl in football? And I came up with Footballita. And I still remember it was on my birthday a long time ago. So I remember I registered a domain and I just went with it. And every day I was just posting articles about daily football life, and I think um that kind of created a little bit of I guess interest. A lot of girls started reading my blog. Girls from all around the world. I had girls from South America, the UK, and the US. So it just became a very fun community at that time. But so just like you know the the blog just went on to become a lot more bigger than I thought it was going to be because then I got a column in a newspaper, which was the same newspaper I was working at because my boss really liked I guess the tone of the of the way I was speaking, which is a lot more fun and upbeat, right? Football is meant to be enjoyed, it's meant to be something that you know you can really be passionate about. So yeah, that's how football started and then later on I started getting my player agent license. I mean obviously there was a lot of things in between there. I graduated from university first and while I was graduating from uni I also was doing freelance interviews and articles at the site. And I think many people might probably know that I interviewed a lot of top players as well. I mean in the beginning of my career I got an exclusive interview with Cristiano Ronaldo when he was at Manchester United. I mean then I went to interview Xavi and a lot of other players as well and coaches like Jose Mourinho so in the beginning, this was a little bit of, it was really exciting for me because I was a young journalist starting out, so I really, really enjoyed doing it and a lot of people as well enjoyed some of the I mean, I guess the style that I was interviewing these celebs, it was a little bit offbeat and funny. I didn't really like the serious approach I think that's the thing when, when I started Futbolita, passion first and just have fun with the game, like how the South Americans do, right? So that's basically football is meant to be enjoyed in that way.
0: Now that's a lot of information to take in, but you brought up something very interesting actually. You said that it was a A male-dominated sort of field when you got into the industry. And I know we've talked a little bit about this before, (laughs) but there's that incident where you went in to take your FIFA players agent exam. You went there and you told me that, you know, people thought that you weren't meant to be there because when you turned up in a room basically full of men, and I'm sure they probably didn't expect you to be there or to reach those heights. How did you feel during that moment?
1: When I look back At the incident I was actually Pretty young and I was Still in my early 20s So I remember like, I guess it's on hindsight You look at it And they're all Probably joking Or just harmless banter But still It was a little bit Intimidating And also It kind of affected My self-esteem At that point of time Because when you go Into the room And then you see all men And there was Particularly one person Who told me And he's still In the sports industry um, He told me Are you in the wrong room Ash? Like in a very Condescending way I guess that's Supposed to be A bit of a joke On the hindsight I thought that was Not very nice To say to a young girl Who really was serious about football and like I said it all comes with a maturity so now I'm a lot older and I think about it I'm not brushing it off but I think it's important for me to note to any girls who, who want to come to the industry that um this is something you have to be prepared for and you've got to be mentally strong to set part of the journey and yeah I just went ahead with the exam and I passed it anyway so it doesn't really matter like it's just like being an athlete right? you can't let the external criticism and all this pointless talk get to you so yeah I mean male dominated or non right now we have a lot of women coming up and sort of proving that he can also do it. Really, it's not about your gender at this point of time. It's about your skills and what you bring to the table. Because if you're good, you're good. As simple as that. (laughs) It's not about your gender at all, I think.
0: Of course, and Kelly Masters is a (laughs) fine example of that, you know. She was representing a first-round draft pick in the NFL and spoke of how she's heard every criticism imaginable, her credentials and experience being sort of a question. So I'm sure that you've taken A page out of her book and you know use that to sort of guide your career path let's say for example now i know we've talked about your football agent career now this is something that it's kind of on hold right now because uh, you're working on a few other projects but what's been the most difficult part about being a football agent
1: well i mean agent there's so many different aspects uh when you're talking about being a player's agent, everyone right now, to be honest, claims to be a player's agent. But uh, it requires, like I said, a lot of dedication. Number one, and also commitment and certain values. I always say that, like, honor and honesty come first. The two ages, because in this industry, just like any other industry out there, it can be very political, and it's also a lot of uh, sharks. We always joke about it with all the other, all my other friends who are agents. We always joke, oh, did you get bitten by the shark today? Because you just don't know who you can trust, and that's the difficult point. Every Everybody wants to try and monetize a deal from a player. So a player is just it's basically like being in a it's gonna sound really bad now. It's like being in a meat, you know, where you can just trade human beings as meat and you know, it, it sounds all very carnal but yeah, that was that's what's going on in football right now. Everyone is just I mean not everyone, it's a very dangerous place to be if you don't if you're young for example and you don't have good mentors or people to look up for you. So yeah, some of the challenges I face Back to the question, it's really number one in the beginning when I was starting out, as I said young girl, I wanted to make a mark for myself. It was that a lot of people didn't take me seriously because they knew I was a journalist number one maybe they knew I had a media background and probably some of them saw some of the stuff I did on TV so they were like oh you know she's not serious is she really an agent is always what I get and that's fine I mean you can always have doubts you know, and you can even voice it out because then maybe I might find some way to improve on myself there were a lot of for example deals that I did where clubs were not as professional as I hoped that they were going to be they didn't want to deal with agents in the first place Uh, they would try to cut you out of the deal which is very common I, I think even in business or in any other industry cutting you know, doing stuff like this is not new a lot of people have experienced it as well it's part of being in an industry like this so yeah just number one not being taken seriously number two sort of being pushed to the corner I guess like in the beginning like I said because then later on as I grew <laughs> although I got a lot more tougher I had to tell you that I had people who were also helping me out as well and I made sure to go to the right avenues and not fall for you know things that would always seem to be true. For example, people might, um, certain clubs might say A and B and then they end up being doing D and E and you're like, okay, and this is, usually I make sure that everything is written on paper and we follow FIFA laws, for example, because like I said, when I got my FIFA license, everything I do follows FIFA, like statutes and regulations. So we make sure that we follow that exactly. So it's best to really work with a lawyer, for example, in my opinion, you know, and work in the mindset of a lawyer because then you end up knowing what's right and what's wrong. A lot of people try to, I guess, go around these laws and that can really harm the player. So at the end of the day, as I said, I've said this many times before, when you're doing a deal, for me, when I'm doing a player deal, the player always comes first. Not the club, not club politics, you know, not like pride, arrogance. These are all things that it's so difficult for me to explain. But yeah, when you're in doing a deal, it's difficult because a lot of money, I mean, a lot of people think there's a lot of money to be made. Usually that's not the case in Asian football. Yeah, you just do what you can.
0: (laughs) Of course, there's a lot of challenges that come about while being a player's agent. And like you mentioned, the player's welfare and you have to look after them as well because at the end of the day you're representing them now ash away from all of this you're working on a startup of course the pandemic has brought across a lot of opportunities you're not doing as much as what you were doing before but you're also involved in other things you mentioned off air that started this sort of thing called shout out now what is shout out because from a neutral point of view shout out is basically you have some sort of platform where someone will ask you something almost like a request and you basically get i don't know players or whatever to shout out these people am i hitting the well uh, done well i thought i could hit the right wavelength there but yeah could you tell me a little bit more about this project because i know that you know it's not very easy because the majority of your team is in malaysia so how are you coping uh, with starting out this new business
1: so what happens was uh was that uh, shoutout was always in the fray. I always had it with my business partners. Just that we were thinking, okay, I mean let's do it anyway this year. But we didn't know the pandemic was going to come, so we thought, okay, let's push it a little bit like earlier than originally planned to launch. We planned to launch it in like June this year. But we pushed it to March because we had already like a lot of team in Malaysia. And a lot of, I guess, people in start, in, who work in startups tend to be a lot more younger, a lot more dynamic. So they were really excited to work on something like this. So with the team in place and also we had the technical expertise, we had like the guys from Uber actually um doing our back end. Um, we decided to push startups. So what Startup is about is uh, it's an app or a platform that lets you buy shout outs or video messages from your favorite celebrities. So in my case, I'm bringing on a lot of footballers into the app. We recently signed uh, Ed Nilsson, who is the World Cup winner for Brazil, to the app. We also have a few uh, Thai league players like David Vachella, um, Harvey Torres, a lot of Spanish players. Uh, Iswan Mambo is on the app. We also will be signing on a few like Premier League players. I can't mention who. Big names as well. So basically, if you're a football fan, you can actually go on to Shout Out Studio and purchase a video shout out. So if it's your birthday, Adrian, and you happen to be a fan of Thiago Alcantara, you might be able to purchase a shout out for him soon. <laughs> a video shout out like uh, wishing you happy birthday or something. Whatever you want, really. Even if you need like relationship advice or fun I don't know like banter or to tease your friends you know you just go into the app and we make your request and you can really ask anyone you want on the platform to to actually do the message for you so we try to make it a lot more fun than what's out there obviously with the football I guess connections that I have and also like my partner's our connections which try and bring on bring on also other influencers key opinion leaders
0: I'm actually on the website right now as we speak and going through and actually the website layout you know we've got influencers fashion models cosplay entrepreneurs TV radio hosts now of course Thiago Alcantara big fan when he was playing at Bayern Munich not so big fan now that he plays at Liverpool <laughs> Also, I think, dropped, I think you've just name-dropped. I think you've just name-dropped the that. It, time.
1: <laughs> give him a chance. No, actually, we are working on with Alcantara's agents. I can't, like, mention who, but we have a lot of athletes that we are working with. And I'm not allowed to mention them until we actually, like, finalise. So, Alcantara is one of the names we were talking to. But, yeah, like I mentioned, we try to look for athletes that um, fans, like, you know, will be excited about. Because signing on players who they genuinely want to hear from is something we feel... It's really cool, like women are really cool gifts.
0: Now, Ash, finally, I want to ask you, women in sport, particularly in the broadcasting industry, young women out there who want to break into this industry, what sort of advice that you'd want to give them?
1: I would say number one, um, a lot of women who contact me on Instagram, a lot of girls as well who want a career in football, and some of them, I end up hiring them as interns, you know, for football, whenever we have when we have events. So now um, I think my advice for girls like that or girls who want to break into sports, not just broadcasting, is to really, number one, take action as in take um, proactive action into, what, into your goals and really make a vision board as to what you want to achieve. So do you want to make a difference in football? Do you want to, I don't know, do you want to be in front of camera? Do you want to write? What do you want to do? So make sure that all your goals are, like I guess, proactively written and you're very clear about them. And then second, start to make, I guess, um, approaches towards these goals. It means you make sure that you are prepared to, I guess, face the challenges that will be coming. For example, when I started the there was a lot of writing, right? I did my blog. Then I started doing a lot of videos in front of camera. Stuff that on, on my end I was doing just to make sure that I will be prepared when the opportunity comes. So like, my advice would be be prepared when the opportunity comes. Because you don't know when, when it will come. It might hit you tomorrow, the day after. And you've got to make sure that, you know, um, you're prepared for that. So that you will have the highest rate of success. Yeah, just be prepared and make sure you know your stuff as well. Because right now we are in an industry, and I work with a lot of top producers as well who are very particular about like you know your knowledge, your football knowledge. You got to make sure that you know it, so that you know we as women, we need to make sure that we are taken seriously in football. We we can't give people ammunition to like bully us. You know, we got to make sure that I guess we cover ourselves in that way. Yeah. So know your stuff and do the do your homework. Continue to always work on yourself and improve yourself on every level. You know, don't stop. No matter how good you get, always keep trying to improve yourself.
0: And believe in yourself because without self-belief, I don't think you'll head anywhere. But great advice there from Ash, who's, you know, in the industry. She's been there, done that. And of course, Ash, she starts on this next journey on her Shoutout app. lot to look forward to. Well, thank you so much, Ash, for joining me on Money FM eighty nine point three. <laughs> I look forward to hearing oh. some interesting uh, new developments on your project. And uh, if my birthday is coming up, which it will next year, then I'll be in touch for a shout oh, out. But definitely not from no, we'll not from not from Alcantara. Maybe maybe we can <laughs> find a plan B. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> okay, send me a list of your favorite athletes. We'll work on it just for you, Agent. No worries. <laughs>
0: thank you so much, Ash. You take care.
1: Thank you. Take care, Adrian.